we're going to get excited about tonight. And Rebecca Rolls, Jewel International for the White Ferns. Football Ferns is going to join us to preview tonight's game as the Football Ferns take on the Philippines. Appreciate your time, Rebecca. Thanks so much. How are you doing? Morena, Kordura. Good, thank you. How are you guys? We're good. We're Kaira. good. We are up, up nice and early and uh, getting excited good. for the second game. Now, it's a yes, different so. feel to the first game because the first one, you, you had expectations, you were praying, you were hoping that they were going to go out there and put in a performance. They did that. And now we've come to a situation when they're going from being the hunters to the hunted. And how do you back up a performance like that against Norway? The emotions, the excitement, the crowd. So I'm excited for tonight. Yeah, no, you've summed it up really well. And, and absolutely, I think, you know, Norway, you're just trying to look to get a result probably. But, um, you know, if you hear about the girls and what they've been doing for the last week, while well, they believed and, and that certainly showed and we had what we had last week. But today, absolutely, they, if they win today, they're through. And that's, you know, that's their goal, clearly. Oh. And, you know, uh, they played Philippines last September, I think was the first time they played them, came back from a 1-0 down loss. So Philippines won't be easy. Uh, you know, they had Switzerland the other night, so they've had a good run in. We've got a good stock of young players, most of whom grew up in, in the States. So, you know, they've got good pedigree. And Ellen Sajic, their coach, coached Australia for a while. So they're on the up. And as you say, you know, they, are, they probably want to be some giant killers in this tournament. Yeah, we're hoping it's not our football first that will go down. But if there's going to be any changes uh, for the team tonight, I know I've been doing some reading on Michaela Foster, potentially just got a few niggle, niggles uh, and injuries. But any changes that, that the coach might make if, if they head into tonight? Or would you see the same team running out? Yeah, look, I think it'd be really hard to change anything. Like, I have to say, when I saw the team mm. run out or heard them named, I thought, wow, there's, there's a couple of pumps from there with the young girls. And then after about five or ten minutes, I'm like, no, Yitka, you're a genius. Because, you know, they played so well. So I think it'd be hard-pressed hard unless it's a forced change to change that 11. But, mm. you, you know, you talk about Mickey Foster. They've got some good uh, other good people on the bench. Liv Chance, I think, is just uh, still probably uh, a little bit um, struggling with injury. Uh, Paige Satchel came on and made a difference. She always does. Grace Jale, you know, Claudia Bunge. So... Lots to call on. Um, I think they'll want to start up and, and get goals early. Uh, Philippines came in with a 5-3-2 formation, which is quite defensive. So, you know, given that that's the area the football fans have probably struggled with the most in terms of getting shots on goal and putting them away, I think that'll be a focus to start with. Hey, Rebecca, watching the tournament and um, with this with the side that uh, we've got, where are the threats? Like, where are the threats as far as the tournament that you can see from all the other teams? But what about within our own team, like, are we struggling in certain areas? No, I mean, I, I touched just then on, you know, getting shots on goal and, and attempts and, and mm. making sure that you're already, always peppering the goal. That's probably, I think, it's still a work on. Much better last night. I mean, the, the chances created, you know, and I think where they, when they look really good, it's that one-touch play, it's little triangles, you know, knocking mm. it around players. You can't defend that. So I'd say that'd be one area that they want to improve on, but I thought their defence was immense the other night. You know, and a team like Norway have got some rock stars in there. They're 12th in the world. Um, players like CJ Bott, uh, outstanding. Rebecca Stott, outstanding. The whole back line, really. So um, th that's probably the strength at the moment. But then, you know, they put together some plays the other night that I haven't seen for a long time. So super excited as, as you guys are. 
Yeah, that one from the goal when uh, they kicked mm-hmm. it out. It's like a PlayStation move, and then they get it down. Everything worked perfectly, and then Hannah yeah. Wilkinson was able to do what she's able to do. I get it. I got a sense that they were probably relying a lot on Hannah Wilkinson, particularly from free kicks. You know, every time they'd look for Hannah Wilkinson, so you're putting a lot of pressure. Who else can really um, allow Hannah to play the game that she says and, be, and can be, also be a threat on goal? Because you touched on it. Like we've got her up in the front line. But there's, yeah. like, no one else, so we're putting a lot of pressure on her. Is there anyone else that could potentially help her fulfil her role? Yeah, there's a few. And because uh, Wilkie's so tall and such a presence, and mm. other teams know her and, and she attracts defenders. So, you know, that, that creates chances elsewhere. And I think we saw Jackie Hand and India Page Riley the other night give her some really good support. You know, Jackie Hand, well, actually both those players were involved in that goal. So they're dangerous. Um, Rhea Percival is a force. You know, she... Mm. Yeah. I know she'll be disappointed she missed that pen, but she, man, she does some work and she creates some opportunities. I think, you know, she's someone that other teams will spend a lot of time talking about. Uh, and then you look at Malia Simets had a great game. Um, Betsy Hap is yeah. always a threat uh, in and behind at the top there. And then, you know, we touched on maybe Mickey Foster coming off. She's a good set, set-piece player. Daisy Cleverly, someone else who can, you know, really really sort of get in behind and create some problems and, and live chances. The other one I talked about who's really good from distance. So throw Paige and, and some pace in there and, and look, there, there are some threats. I think for the, the mm. Ferns tonight it'll be about mixing it up and really making sure they grind down that Philippines defence. Talking about the other teams, Rebecca, in there, Germany, Japan, US, I thought Brazil, they all look good. Yeah, they do. I mean, Brazil had a big win last night. Um, there's been some surprises. I think Canada will be, be a little bit disappointed. They drew France and Jamaica. That'll be mm. disappointing for them. And I just think it's so good. I mean, this is the first time you've had 32 teams in this tournament. Up until now, it's been 16. And often that means, you know, you get some that it, you get a real difference. But there's been a couple of those those big sort of five-goal blowouts. But basically, I think it's pretty even. So, you know, you, you use mm. your threats. Germany's two in the world. The States, hard to go past them. But after that, I think, you know, it's, um, it's pretty open. Aussie, for me, would be also another team that I'd, I'd keep an eye on. So, yeah, it's hard, but, you know, when they're over the other side, <laughs> over the ditch and playing their games as well, just keeping an eye on them and how they're faring and, you know, how, they, how their players are, are pulling up. It's, um, yeah, it's fascinating. I hope, I hope you guys have got some tickets and you're not missing out. Oh, man, I'm in Christchurch, so I'm unable to go, but Kempi will be oh. a part of it because he's up in the big smoke. Um, I'm absolutely gutted, but once we get this new stadium, potentially we might not miss out on any of these big events. I don't know if we'd get it again. What do you reckon? We might get a bigger FIFA World Cup event again, or is this our chance? Get in, get in while it's hot. Oh, yeah, God, it's so unknown, isn't it? It's, this is, you know, you already know how huge it is. I think it's probably bigger than anyone mm. expected. Um, it, it is our chance. You know, we might get some other younger uh, sort of, you know, age group tournaments, but the, the big, you know, the big dance of the, the Men's World Cup is a big one. Um, and, yeah, look, hey, who knows in the future? You never know, but I think this is the chance that New Zealand's got to take and create legacies from for boys and girls. The US still the team to beat. 14 out of 23 players making the World Cup squad experience an issue for them. Uh, yeah, I, I wondered that too when I watched them, um, you know, line up. Mm. I was like, man, some young girls and that, but far out, they're all good. You know, they, they just keep spitting out class player after class they player. They've got swagger, I tell you that. Best yeah, well, that's team. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's all part of the product, right? I mean, they're massive in the States. You know, they're mm. bigger than the, the men's team over there. So, And they've got some really, you know, good personality. Megan Rapinoe's obvious one, but as well as that, Kelly O'Hara's been around a while. You know, Julia Ertz is excellent. Becky Sauberon's coming back from injury. You know, they could probably field two or three teams that would keep up with um, some of the top ones around. So, But, you know, that, that it's tournament football. You know, they, they I remember mm. a couple of 
few few tournaments ago when Sweden sort of parked the bus against them and surprised them and you know that that didn't go well and and that they're susceptible as any team is when it comes to you know 90 minutes of football or 99 as it seems to be in these games <laughs> but yeah you know everyone's got their vulnerabilities where did that 9 minutes come from <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think what what is having an effect, and I've noticed a few eight-minute extra times, which the, the players must be like, oh, my goodness. But, you know, I guess the VAR checks take a little bit of time. You're used to sort of injuries, mm. and, and in the men's game, maybe a few more injuries, if I can be so bold. Um, but, yeah, I think that, that's probably adding to it. But, man, it's just tough at the end of, of 90 minutes, and you look up on the clock and see another eight or something. It's a, it's a long time. That's one thing I noticed, Rebecca, is the men's, the men's, the Hollywoods, particularly from men, is way more than the women. <laughs> I never thought I'd see it, but I've, I saw it throughout this tournament. The women are feisty. They fight for every ball. They're aggressive. But on the men's side of things, I'm pretty sure they milk a lot of their penalties. Have you seen a bit, much, bit, bit of that as well? Oh, yeah, well, it's probably something I've been noticing a long time, but um, I'm glad you said it, and not me. Maybe it said something about women's pain tolerance, but I don't think so. <laughs> I think, as you said, oh. women want to play. Yeah. And just quickly, on, on the officiating, Kippy's touched on it. Have you been impressed with the officiating and the new laws with the VAR and how they're controlling uh, the pace of the game? Yeah, look, I have, actually. And the reason I say that is because you don't... I haven't really noticed the referees yet. And when you notice a referee in any sport, you guys will be the same. If you're noticing the ref, then something's wrong, right? The, the game's not about them. But I have been really impressed because they've been really clear. And, and you can see it, you know, when yeah. they do have a VAR, all their decisions are really quick. They're crisp. They're not sort of dithering or anything like that. And there's nothing worse than that when you've got a ref who's kind of not really sure. So I think a really good move by FIFA some time ago to say women-only mm. officials in, in these tournaments. And now we're seeing the benefit of their experience come through. And, yeah, and, and some of them are really young and making a, a really good career out of it. So, yeah, I have been impressed. I know that we surprised everyone on the on the first night, Rebecca. Who else has surprised you? Any of the underdogs surprising you at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I touched on earlier, Nigeria uh, drew with Canada, France uh, drew with Jamaica, and Jamaica, you know, they're two teams that are really sort of in the development stages, so I think that they were good. Ireland put up a good fight against Australia. Um, so, yeah, like in Spain the other night, actually, they were they were looked dangerous against Costa Rica. So there's a few there. I think um, it'll be some interesting scrambles with you know trying to get to that top two of your pool. When, when there were 16 teams, if you were sort of the best third place team, you got on with a sniff. But now it's just two, and uh, yeah, I think there'll be some um, some scrambling in the last sort of round of the or game of the rounds. I absolutely love it. Such a competitive competition at the moment. 32 teams. Anyone can win on their chosen day. How far do Australia get if Sam Kerr? is out till knockouts, knockout stages? Yeah, great question. They've got some great players, Australia. They've got some good... And, and best thing about Australia is they've got experience. I mean, Sam Kerr, you, you, anyone, any country would pick her in their team. The States would pick her if they could. Mm. Uh, you know, so I think they, they need to get her right. They can't risk her too early. Um, uh, but she will make a difference. And look, they might, depending on where they end up, you know, they've got, they've got their points against Ireland, but they've got some other hard games coming up. So... Yeah, but depending on how they go, they might look at, you know, what, what can we use her for? Um, but I think they'll be wanting to get out of their pool and then figure out how they can inject Sam Kerr if she, if she uh, isn't quite fit until then. Beautiful, Rebecca. We appreciate you coming on. Just take your football ferns hat off, put your white ferns hat back on just quickly before we let you go. Sure. Are you concerned about the white ferns results as of late or, or not, not a problem for you? No, not, not really. 
actually. Um, I mean, no. if we look at the, they obviously came back from the tour from Sri Lanka. Um, one mm. player in the Sri Lankan team, Shamari Atapatu, who's outstanding. You know, we missed a couple of chances mm. against her. That costs two series, it does. But different conditions, still learning, still growing. Um, yeah. And some still amazing performances, you know, Sophie Devine. Can't keep her in the box for long. Uh, Leah Tahuhu showing that, you know, age and experience still still pay off uh, and you know some good stuff yeah. coming through as well so I think yeah, they're a confidence team I think that, that's the biggest thing the White Ferns need is some more confidence um, as every athlete does but you know when you pull it all together and you, you pull off some performances and the, you know, the football ferns showed the other night man if, if there's anything they haven't been able to do lately it's to be confident about where they're going um, so you know that, that shifted in one night so uh, that's what the White Ferns will be hunting in the next, uh, next wee while well, the home of cricket live here on SCNZ, so the, the schedule got released the other day, uh, and uh, they'll be excited about the matches. I think it was England and Pakistan, if yeah, I'm correct, yep. that the, that the um, White Ferns are playing. A, cut, a lot of T20s, a lot of mm. T20s. Is there any room for ODIs at the moment? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think all the white ball cricket, you know, the White Ferns don't play test cricket, so all their programs are going to be white ball cricket. And, and yeah, I mean, T20s... Because there aren't tests in the programs, you know, you do have a bit more room for those those other T20s. But ODI is here to stay, I think. I mean, I, I, I know what you're saying. I think sometimes, you know, people maybe tune in and tune out. People watch cricket differently these days, but you can still access some, you know, some really good content from ODIs. And, and I think, personally, I mean, that's the test of a good cricket is if you can get 100 in ODI, then, then you're really on your game. Whereas a T20, it's a lot about, you know, luck and... and um, being brave and that sort of thing. Not always a sustainable approach, whereas ODI actually mm. needs to kind of knuckle down a bit. So, I mean, I, I think there's a product in both. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Rebecca. I was talking Thanks, football guys. ferns and a little bit of white ferns at the end. Go hard tonight, the football ferns. We're right behind them. Thanks so much. Take care. Have a, good, have a great day. You too, guys. Thanks. There she is. Very great conversation. Just really painted a nice picture about what's about to unfold tonight. The tournament as a whole, Kempi, everyone can beat anyone on their chosen day. And, uh, mate, what a competition that we're watching unfold, and it's here for a month. And she, uh, and she, makes, a really, she makes a really good point that uh, in the last mm. World Cups that you had a chance if you were sort of lingering around that third spot in your group, you know, now they've got, only got two spots going through, which is really interesting because I reckon – so some of them, what do they go down a goal difference if they're on the same points? Given the given the, the you know the fact that they may draw um, and end up on the on the same points, how, I'm, I don't know exactly how that would um, yeah. play out. Yeah, it's goal difference. It's goal difference. Yeah, so ooh, they should score some goals tonight. They'll need to score some tonight. I think um, our girls. So hopefully they can. That Philippines team, and she touched on it. They've got a lot of uh, USA kids playing through that team as well. So they ain't mm. going to be an easy, easy team to beat. I think that's been the concern. You know, we 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 scored a great goal against Norway. We had an opportunity to go again with the penalty, but other than that, we we didn't really threaten a hell of a lot. Shots on goal. Rebecca Rose, Rose just spoke about it right then. We need to get shots on goal. And 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 our reliability on Hannah Wilkinson. We need people to help her, and she touched on it. Malia Steinmetz. She had Rhea Percival, who went close. Obviously, uh, the goalkeeper did a great job for Norway and stopped that one. Um, and, and Ali Riley on the on the edges as well. So looking forward to tonight, and we appreciate Rebecca Rolls helping us preview that. Remember, SCNZ, your home for the FIFA 
Football World Cup. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this winter. Happy birthday to us. Yes, we're two years old here at SENZ, right around the country on your radio and on your 